0: Hi, I'm Ross Gelseth, and thanks for listening in to our Winning Words podcast series, Speaking Life to Influence Others. I want this podcast series to help you become influential with other people through the use of your words. Today, we're going to focus on a topic called discipline and how discipline can help you influence other people. Well, as we speak about discipline, today I have a guest who lives a life of discipline and helps people develop discipline, and that's Jeff Therrell. Yeah, thanks and, for having me uh, I, It's great to have you down here and to be a part of this. I first met Jeff when he was a student at Life Christian Academy. He graduated in 2001, and since then, Jeff has uh, gone on and, and continued a passion for strength training, conditioning and he learned it at LCA but then he's developed it to a very very high level and I'm going to have him tell the story about what he's currently doing so you better understand the context when he talks about discipline and the disciplines needed you'll fully understand as an audience what we're talking about today in the terms of discipline so Jeff uh, you have a company now called Jeff It. Yeah, Jeff Tell us about that.
1: Yeah, so I have a company, Jeff It Transformation, and it was really kind of born out of my own transformation, and uh, which actually started when I was going to um, Life Christian. You know, as you know, um, having coached me and, and having been the headmaster and teacher when I was going there. You know, I was really struggling in, in middle school and kind of the beginning of college. I, Uh, struggling with school was kind of felt out of my element and uh, was just kind of really looking for myself looking for kind of purpose and I wasn't really finding it and um, you know having connected with um, Matt Foreman who was a teacher down there who was a weightlifting coach and then you having been my football coach um, you know I started to be surrounded by these older guys who had kind of um, had discipline been a part of their life for a long time and Uh, they were organized, they were structured and they had this idea of what they wanted. You know, they had a passion for, uh, passion and purpose for the things they are doing for Matt. It was specifically weightlifting for you. It was, you know, coaching and, um, leadership and getting the best out of people. And so that was really where I really started to come into my own, you know, being around you, being around Matt and a few other, uh, figures there at Life Christian that, um, I still didn't know exactly what I wanted to do,
0: but I knew that there was more than just kind of floundering around, you know. Let me, let me pause you right there. Uh, so many people in the context of the, they hear the word discipline. Mm-hmm. It's so easy to move to a negative connotation. Oh, I got in trouble. Sure. Oh, what did I do now? And instead, when you identified at a young age, you were probably 14 years old, 15 years old, you were searching for what life would have. But at the time, you're a middle school boy walking up and down hallways and and all that, you probably didn't even think of discipline in the positive context, right? uh,
1: That's totally true. And I think you hit the nail on the head as far as what discipline is. Discipline tends to be a a trigger word for a lot of people because they associate it with some negative aspect of their life. Unfortunately, with some people, it could be, you know, some kind of an abuse situation with with parenting or whatever. And that's unfortunate. But, you know, it definitely has a negative connotation. And when people think of discipline, it's either – you know, being punished for something in in a in an inappropriate way or something like that. But um, and as a youngster, when I heard the word discipline, I I felt that way. I didn't want anything to do with discipline or anything like that. So I understand that part yeah. of it for sure. So
0: in that regard, here you are now, young athlete. You aspired to be better than you were. You aspire. I could sense in you that there was a drive, there was a passion for you to be better and to possibly you had a little bit of a chip on your shoulder in that you were trying to be more than what you think other people thought you could be. True? Sure. So in that, in terms of those early weeks, months, you mentioned Matt Foreman, you gravitated towards him because he was a successful man in that he had gone through the whole strength training regimen, sure. which takes lots of discipline. Sure. Doesn't happen sure. with a couple of workouts. Sure. Not once in a while, not when we get around to it, but with discipline. At what point in time can you look back and say you realized it took a discipline yes. in order for you to become what you wanted to be?
1: Sure. Uh, that's when I first started training with Matt. I knew that I wanted something more out of myself. I knew I wanted. be to be recognized or to be better or to win at something in life and at the time you know i was failing in school um there was i didn't have a a high view of myself or and my confidence level was really low but i knew i wanted more and i didn't know what that was and i didn't have a why i didn't have a why yet i didn't have a passion or something and that's that's huge um so when i connected with matt i saw someone who had a passion for something that he loved. Now, when I first started to meet Matt, I, I was not into weightlifting or any of that stuff yet, but I saw something there that was inspiring in him. And the fact that he was a champion and a winner and um, sort of had a similar story to me in the beginning, um, you know, when he started talking about his life and him growing up as a youngster, it was very similar to me, you know, kind of not having an outlet when he was in, you know, middle school and kind of growing up with, well, you know, not having the the confidence that he wanted. And then he found weightlifting, which changed everything for him.
0: And a key word in a future session we're going to spend time going deep into the word relationship. But Matt Foreman was a key relationship in your life. So when we fast forward this, you uh, won two state high school championships in powerlifting, correct? I did. You did. And so that came as the result of a lot of discipline, lots and lots of hours. Uh, In weightlifting, strength training isn't a spectator sport. No. It is an activity where you have to go in and do it. Absolutely. So in the discipline tied to that, you have, you know, Matt Foreman could provide a degree of discipline in that he was going to be in the weight room working with you. But part of what the positive side I think in life for people is when they can develop self-discipline. So along that path, you had to have developed a strong degree of self-discipline. Absolutely. You wanted to go into that weight room every day. Sure. You were willing to be there without a lot of... Like when you play high school football or we compete in an arena, we just finished the Super Bowl, millions of people watch the game. Sure. So the players on the field, they're excited because yeah. there's a huge crowd. But in a weight room, there's no crowd. Yeah. And especially... We're talking 1998, 1999, yeah. 2000. Yeah. At that time, I remember when Matt came to me and said, "You know, could we start a powerlifting team?" I almost said, a "What?" Yeah, because it wasn't that popular. Yeah, sure. But let's get back to the self-discipline sure. part of it. Sure. So here you are, Jeff. At transformation. Keyword transformation. Yes. Parallel, if you can transformation with the development of self discipline yeah yeah that's Talk huge about that.
1: so to go back a little bit with what you're just talking about with uh, you know the beginning of this whole thing I started training with Matt without passion I mean I took started doing the weightlifting with him and I started to enjoy it I started to see some physical changes and in results in, in my body um, but I didn't have a, a total passion for it yet mm-hmm. and so I'd been training with Matt for a, a few months and um, He took me to my first powerlifting meet, took a few guys to just try it out. I remember. Yeah. And uh, I ended up winning. And so I show up to this first meet and I won. And it was my first experience of having confidence in myself. Like I couldn't believe that I won. It was almost like I showed up and I I did this performance. And for the first time in my life, I had this experience of, wow. I I can actually do something that has value. I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. And it took, before I could believe in myself, it took a coach uh, believing in me and pushing in me until I could believe in myself. Mm -hmm. Because in those very first years or those very first uh, weeks with training for Matt, I I didn't have a direction or a passion for it or anything else. I just had someone who was showing me the ropes and kind of pushing me through it. Mm -hmm. And then I had that first experience of actually winning And that's where it all started because it was something I hadn't tasted before. something I hadn't felt before and that that rush of self-confidence that I'd had for the first time, it was... So
0: in that regard, what you were searching for, when you first started to spend a little bit more time with Matt Foreman, you saw something that you were attracted towards, something he was doing. You begin the workout regimen, so to speak. You experience success And when you look back on it, when I look back on it now, I could say you began a transformational process because you went from lack of confidence, uncertainty, kind of lost, wandering through life, which a lot of junior high kids and a lot of adults are still struggling in that regard, but yet you have success. And because of that, you begin a transformation into I can do it. Now, when you work with people now, how many of them come in? They've got that confidence down. They've got that discipline. Or what are you finding? I find
1: that they don't have that discipline. And um, to kind of segue into what you're saying, for to where I was at in the beginning, I didn't, I didn't have that that confidence. But I I, I was searching for something, and when I found it after that meet, when I f- had that first experience that became my why all of a sudden I felt the passion, I felt purpose, I felt something that I wanted. So I knew in that moment what I wanted and I knew my why and I knew that I wanted to win at that but then so I knew what I wanted but then it's like okay here I am how do I get to where I want to be and that is to be the best and be a champion and that's where the discipline part came in where I had to go through trial a a number of years of trial and error and learning the process and doing things to create that discipline in myself to get better and to ultimately win a national championship but it was that first part of of finding my why and finding my purpose and the first thing like when I ask when I have someone who comes to me that's for a transformation program or a diet nutrition training program I get a client the first thing I'll ask them is what do you want Mm -hmm. and that's their why so what do you want Mm -hmm and some people they don't know exactly what they want and that's where we kind of ha- i have to kind of send them way go back to their drawing board and really think about what they want and when i say what they want it needs to be like a specific i try to be very specific you know someone says I, you know i want to lose weight okay well, that, that's kind of a, a a general goal but when i when i get specific it's like okay How much weight do you want to lose in this period of time? We start putting metrics around things. We start developing the program, but figuring out exactly what people want and turning that into their why. We have to develop a why. And that's important later in this discussion when I talk about the continuing um, of discipline throughout that process. But most people, to answer your question, who come to me, they don't know exactly what they want. They just know they want something different for themselves. And so they come to me without an idea of exactly where to go, what
0: they want, and whatever. So I I help them figure that out. To that point, uh, what I'm hearing you say is that it doesn't happen overnight. And when you and I had a conversation before we started today's session, we talked about in our society today, so many people want instant gratification. They want a quick fix. And if they want to lose 20 pounds or they want to get stronger, they're going to try to figure out, okay, what's the most expeditious way I can do it? Got that done, then move on. The reality is it takes a discipline over time, does it not?
1: Absolutely. And you just said it, we we live in this kind of instant gratification society where people want maximum results with minimal effort and most people who come to me their first
0: question it doesn't work that it way. does not work Maximal that maximum results minimal efforts i used to tell my football teams for years if it was that easy everybody driving by <laughs> union avenue would stop and play totally but how many are stopping by none they totally. just drive by
1: in talking about the development of discipline when people are trying to make a transformation um one of the things that was really important to me was, and one of the problems with how coaching and and fitness is today is that they tend to focus on the externals. Like when someone goes and and hires a coach, um, they give them a, a cookie cutter diet, nutrition, and training program to follow. And the disconnect for people with making a true transformation isn't the lack of information. I mean, people can go on Google right now, type in 12 week fitness program and print it out. And if you have the discipline to do the work, you're going to get the results. If. If. And that's the big if, is the discipline that's necessary to have the consistency to do the things you need to do to get from where you are to where you want to be. Mm -hmm. And one of the important things and one of the things that I'm doing with Jeff at Transformation is going a little bit deeper. Yes, there's the diet, nutrition, and training part of it that's important. But the key to this whole thing and what most coaching, unfortunately, is lacking these days is the deeper part of it. And that's the motivational psychology. Mm-hmm. What are the things that are preventing you the unhealthy habits in your life that are mm-hmm. preventing you from um, mm-hmm. achieving success? And that's what we really want to get into. And um, we know with I had a thing for a while called the um, 300 club. And so I had a, a three other coaches that were working with me my expertise was kind of the fitness aspect of it. And one of the other guys had been a sports psychologist. And so bringing him on board with helping people make a transformation was huge because the disconnect for a lot of people isn't the, isn't the information. It's not um, you know all this stuff that's out there. There's so much good information on how to get in shape that's out there. And um, it's, it's the lack of discipline. And so the question is, how do we create that discipline?
0: Which is going to be my next point in your niche, so to speak. You're helping people be fit better physically, but it starts with the mental. So how do you help people develop the self-discipline? What are are the, just give us a couple of nuggets in that regard. Is it a matter of a a daily routine? Is it a matter of, I'm sure it's a matter of saying no. For sure. Give us some, just a couple of nuggets on the discipline mentally.
1: Absolutely. So, um, for me, I, I try to think of it when I talk to people. I'm, and in fact, I'm doing. A, I'm going to be doing a podcast series called "Crossing the Abyss: How to Get from Where You Are to Where You that's Want to Be." Good. Good. So you look at this abyss. There's this. There's this. You know, the disconnect. People sometimes know exactly what they want and they realize where they're at. But what do we have to do? What's that? What's that in between? What's yeah. that straight line? What's yeah. the, What's the meat of that? So, and in in talking about that, um, the the chasm that's there or the abyss that I call it is all of the unhealthy habits, all the things that people mm-hmm. have been doing for the whole life that they've trained themselves into doing. Mm-hmm. So, so you get got to cleanse.
0: You have to cleanse, you but you also cleanse. have to identify those things yeah, first that's to really take a deeper look. Difficult to get people to identify Absolutely. It. They want to hang on to, it.
1: They want to be. They want to be. And one of the things that people are so afraid of is being judged. And as their coach, the first thing I tell them is, I'm not going to judge you, but it's absolutely important that you be truthful and open with me about these things you're struggling with. Because when you can do that, we can identify those things. And once yeah, we have identified yeah, them, yeah. the key is That's to good, start yeah. to replace That's them good. with new That's healthy good. habits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: Trying to get people to realize in order to get there, you can't take everything with you you've been doing. Absolutely. You got to leave some things behind. And,
1: well, yes. And a couple more bullet points on that yes. that I think are important is that um, for me, there's a there's a book by um, Tim Ferriss called Tools of Titans, and one of the things it's it's a book about um, he basically looks at millionaires, hyper successful people, and he analyzes their life. And mm-hmm. one thing that's common throughout all these now they might have it might be different, but they all have a routine. They have a daily morning routine or a night routine mm-hmm. that helps them get their brains wrapped around mm-hmm. what they have to do to get from where they are to where they want to be or accomplish mm-hmm. their goals. And for me personally. Um, one of the things I've developed, at least for myself, it started off for myself and now I do it with my clients is a daily worksheet that I do in the key areas of my life. So, you know, all of us have these things, whether it be with our fitness or relationships or these important areas of our life that we want to move forward in. Um, but so we have these desires to want to do that. But how do we go about doing that? it needs to be the little, it's the little things you do every single day on yeah, a consistent level, matter. you know, whether it's yeah. in your relationship your fitness, all these things yeah. that lead to success that lead to discipline. And so that's the beginning of de- developing the self-discipline is creating some kind of routine for yourself to start develop little habits to mm-hmm. d- start develop consistency. Mm-hmm. And that's really the key is to develop a system for yourself that works. And mm-hmm. some people can develop their own. Some people need help doing that. And part of what I do is, um, I, one of my mentors, uh, Sean Whalen, started a, a business coaching group called Lines Not Sheep. And one of the things he mm. had was called Core Four, which is power, passion, purpose, and production. Power, and passion, passion purpose, purpose, and production. Mm-hmm. And that's, um, that's something I did for a number of years. And that's um, every day there was a worksheet. I would literally write on a piece of paper, power, passion, purpose, induction. And those are key areas of my life. Mm. Um, power would be kind of your mindset. Um, Passion would be like your relationships, Mm -hmm. um, things that are important to you. Um, Purpose is just like, why? What are you doing here? Mm -hmm. And so you have these key areas, but every day you spend a little bit of time investing in those areas, whether it be, so like your relationship, it's It's like, you want your relationship to be better? Well, today Mm -hmm. you literally write down, I'm going to send a text to my wife telling how much I love her and Mm -hmm. appreciate her. You do these little things every day, but you be specific about it and you have purpose every morning, every day. You wake up and these little things, yeah, yeah, yeah. And as far as it so, when I developed um, Jeff at Transformation, um, I called Sean and I, I was developing my own. Uh, curriculum and act, and I said, you know, can I, is it okay if I use some of what she said? Absolutely. Because you know, this isn't about money. It's about adding value to people and I mm. want people to be better. So do with yeah. it what you want. And That's so, a
0: powerful statement. Absolutely. It's not so, about money. It's about adding value to people. The money will come. So you're in business, but you add value to people's lives. And, and what person doesn't want value added to their life?
1: When you focus on the money, um, you lose the value, but when you focus on the value, the money will always come. Yeah. And um, you know, as far as uh, developing the discipline again, I, I created is similar to the core four. I created the the free method. I mean, I love Sean, but I, I think faith was not necessarily part of his his program there. And for me, there faith was a huge aspect of creating discipline because that that's a, an overarching more motif in your life that has to do with everything that you do. Mm-hmm. And so I developed. Um, something called the free method, mm-hmm. um, which is, yeah, fi- yeah, yeah. It's, um, Give us the four. it's, the four. So it's, uh, fitness relationships, education, and economics. So those are like kind of the key areas of life that most people struggle with or the most important areas of life. And when I talk about fitness, um, I think that I want, and it's no, by no coincidence, that F is the first part of that. Mm-hmm. And not that fitness is more important than your relationships or education or economics. But when you, when you invest in yourself, it's kind of like the, idea that it's not selfish to um prioritize yourself it's kind of like the whole thing of like you get in an airplane and they tell you to put the mask on yourself first so you can help someone else it's kind of like if you're if you don't have any oxygen you're passed out well you can't save your kid or whoever's next to you so to some degree you have to prioritize yourself your own mental health your own spiritual health and your own physical health to be able to add maximum value to other people and so it's not selfish if you look at it from that perspective. so when i talk about fitness for me When I developed fit, when I made fitness a priority, and I developed that discipline in myself, and I started to do weightlifting, and I started to do the things I needed to do to get to where I wanted to go, that discipline poured over into every other aspect of my life, and and you were there for that. When my grades started to improve, I started to do all that stuff. Your grades went this way. Yes, Uh, they did, uh, uh, and eventually I ended up, you know, on the on the uh, honor roll list, which was that was never something I even dreamed that That was, yes, the honor roll list. And which was something I, you know, never thought was possible. And it's not that I specifically focused on that, but it was a mentality that I developed, which started with fitness. So with fitness, when you, when you invest in yourself, you start to develop that, that confidence, that, that, that energy, that pours over into every aspect of your life. And so when I talk about fitness, that's, you know, that first thing relationships, um, that's where the faith aspect of comes in because, For people, um, you know, the faith is such an important aspect of it. And when you that's truly the first part of it is is faith and the most important. So not fitness, but faith. But when faith is a part of your mindset and it 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 has to do with everything else, it it changes your perspective on things and it 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 really helps you when you're investing in people because you realize that there's more to this whole thing than just here and now and and the spiritual absolutely and education that, that part of it is important because um, most people, when they get out of school, you know, they go, they, they just start their job or they get into it and they stop educating themselves. So they stop learning, they stop mm-hmm. growing and that's, a, and people kind of get stuck in this stagnant thing. They, they start kind of plodding through this average existence. You know, things are okay, mm-hmm. but they're out of shape. You know, they, they're either have a, a marriage that's okay and they've got a job that's okay. They're making ends meet, but they, they they want more and something's missing. And so continuing education is a way to develop passion because like for people who are fitness, they they know they want to get into shape, but it's not something that they're passionate about and they don't know anything about it. So I I always encourage people to every day read 10 minutes or just 10 pages in either um, uh, like a psychology book or a fitness book or a personal development book. So you're always every day growing a little bit, even if it's just a few pages, but it's those consistency. Intentional, Intentional. feeding yourself. And I literally, even to this day, I have a checklist. Every morning I check off just like that. I wrote, read 10 pages of my book today. Now it's something I would do anyway, but I still, I still do that mm-hmm. just to make sure that I'm doing it. It's, it's a very, you know,
0: it's, it's very. Um, pers- let me, let me pause you there. When you talk about discipline and we talk about, you know, self-discipline. My best friend, very successful businessman in the Puget Sound region. And he, every evening, writes down his to-do list yeah. for the next day. Sure. I watched him pull it out of his pocket, yeah. his front pocket of his shirt. I think I've seen him pull it out a hundred times. If I turn him, see turn it pull it out once. Sure. And on that little piece of paper is his marching orders yes. for the next day. The discipline to write that down every night and do it is the same thing you're referring to. Absolutely. Talk to us about the last E.
1: The last E is economics. So that's a, such an important part. And when I say economics, I mean your personal money, but also business. A lot of people I talk with and deal with are entrepreneurs. They have their own business. And that's such a important part of it because with relationships, with people's um, emotions, uh, money seems to be the biggest, one of the biggest stressors. It could be in a life. challenge. It could be a challenge. It's probably one, it's one of the number, uh, one reasons why people deal with divorce and things like that are, are money issues. And so lack of discipline, lack of discipline yeah. exactly. And so when you have these key areas, um, you're, you're having purpose every day with improving those areas. Um, You know, and that's where economics come in. Like, you know, set yourself up with. In fact, one of the things I'm going to be doing is is, uh, connecting with your son about some financial stuff, kind of getting my um, my portfolio. And that's not my area. So I need to reach out to someone and kind of work on on my economics, gather expertise, expertise. you know, people around you who um, know things about. Uh, things that you don't, and so educate, uh, economics is such an, an important part of it because it's something that so many people struggle with. And so, again, when you invest a little bit each day in these things, and you're actively doing something a little bit each day, that's how you start to create the discipline
0: to to actually make things happen. Well, Jeff, I just want to say thank you so much, very much for coming and being a part of this today, and give us again the name of your podcast series coming up crossing the abyss
1: yeah so it'll, uh, it'll be Jeff at transformation and then um, crossing the abyss how to get from where you are to where you want to be yeah,
0: yeah that's yeah. great that's profound and I, and I think that you know in terms of uh, your helping other people you know uh, part of life is uh, I said in the last series about you know if if you want to go fast you go alone but if you want to go long term and a long way you go together you're going together alongside of your clients and you're helping them see the other side of the abyss, so to speak. You're seeing them where they can be. And you and I both know that God has a great plan for our life. And in John 10, 10, Jesus spoke, I have come that you might have life and have it abundantly. He didn't say it'd be easy. He didn't say it wouldn't come without discipline, without self-discipline, without perseverance. Uh, you know, without teamwork, all those things that all come together. But I really appreciate you coming and being a part of this today. And and you're living a life of discipline. I watched it from the time you were in seventh grade to who you are now. And it's just been a joy for me to walk alongside of you from a distance, so to speak, and to see what you're doing. And I applaud your efforts to help people be beyond what they think they can be. Sure. Just like Jeff Thurrell has gone long, far beyond what we looked at Jeff Thurrell in seventh grade and saw here you are now a man of faith and a man of pouring into other people so thank you so very much
1: well I I appreciate that and and, you know just to just to kind of touch on some of the things that you're saying that is so important you know in the sport of weightlifting um, it's a very individual sport so there's there's a lot of things that you need to you kind of have to be individualistic and all those things but I certainly am not a self-made man in that sense. I mean, I had a lot of people that surrounded me and that Mm. were good to me and that that invested in me and loved me. And um, I appreciate those people. And, you know, you're, you're, you're one of those people. And I think that, you know, the people we look up to may change at different parts of our life because we get into these different things and we look up to those people. But it's also important for us to have these people in our lives that, that we look up to and have yeah. examples and yeah. one of the things I tell people is like you figure out what you want whether it's fitness whatever it is you find the people who are most successful at it mm. you follow that's them good. you see what they're that's doing that's good
0: get your eyes on exactly it's yeah, good
1: and you, you, you follow those people you see what they're doing you learn what they're doing and that's again like why Tools of Titan or, or some of these other books it's always good to be continuing to educate yourself Or what are the most successful people doing yeah. what are the that's people good. who want what you want yeah. doing
0: as we come to the end of this session, there's a couple of great sayings that I learned over the years. Jim Wacker, who was a very influential man in my life, uh, used to say this about discipline. He'd tell our players, do the things you know to be right and refuse to do the things that you know are wrong. Really, so fundamental, so simple. The other, Bill Russell, who had who enjoyed a storied career in the NBA, went on to become an NBA famous coach as well. You know, he talked a lot about work. And here's what Bill Russell said, paying the price in anything you do is spelled work. Days and nights of work. And it's too bad that many men, men born with the talent, think of work as a dirty word. And I think in too many cases, people look at discipline in the same context. And hopefully today, we've helped you see discipline in a positive light and how it can help you, as Jeff spoke to, cross your abyss, so to speak. And in that context, I just want to leave you with a couple of challenging questions. One, if you pause for a moment, think about who it is that you can look back on your life and has been a source of discipline that you now appreciate. The second question I would ask, Who is the most self-disciplined person in your current life that you can model? Jeff spoke to the value of coming together alongside of other people and being supported. Who is it that you can learn self-discipline from? And the last question I would say, what area of your life, let's make this real simple, what area of your life today do you need more self-discipline in? Is it your quiet time? Is it your diet? Is it your work habits? Is the amount of time you're spending with your wife? Whatever it is, just start simple. What's one area of your life that you would like to develop more discipline in called self-discipline? Let me close with this. Put your mind to it. You can do it. God will help you. Thanks so much for tuning in.